If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Switchcraft is recorded live three times a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m. U.S. Eastern and on Saturday at whatever time I can get to it. Tune in live over at twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, this particular episode of Switchcraft is brought to you by Jared Hainline. Support Switchcraft and my other content for as little as a dollar by heading on over to patreon.com slash runjumpstomp. Episode 198 of Switchcraft is brought to you by Amazon Prime. Uh, I've been a member of Amazon Prime for a really long time. Uh, things that we used to go to the store for we now order on amazon it gets delivered two days later they have a really good return policy so anything that i'm not happy with i just send it back to them it doesn't cost me anything and uh, they give me my money back like as soon as they get the message from the pickup that it's been sent um in my opinion it's one of the best subscriptions you can have and you can try it out free for 30 days uh that's 30 days of amazon prime for free that's free shipping uh prime music and video it comes with twitch prime and best of all if you sign up for amazon prime using my link you will be supporting the show so if you want to help out the show and check out amazon prime for a free month head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash amazon prime all right we are coming up on episode 200 and if you are here for episode 200 which if i'm doing everything right uh episode 199 should be on saturday i'm gonna have uh guests on there n64 josh and uh lloyd hannison uh we're gonna be talking about the a complete wrap-up of everything e3 um we're going to talk about that stuff on saturday then next tuesday that would be tuesday let me look at my calendar uh tuesday the 19th would be episode 200 so if you are in attendance uh in the live chat during episode 200 i will be giving away uh 20 worth of eShop gift credit this comes from at kill the chickens on twitter uh, they just sent me the gift card and said, uh, hand it out on episode 200 to a random chatter. So uh, again, if you want to join up for that, just go to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Uh, join us and we're going to have a bunch of fun. And sometime during the show, I will give out that uh, 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 that $20 uh, eShop gift card. Speaking of giveaways, my podcast has been downloaded in the last four months over 200,000 times. And in order to celebrate that, I wanted to do a giveaway myself. Uh, the giveaway is running the full month of June, so there's plenty of time to to get uh, to join it. If you want to join the giveaway, go to runjumpstomp.com slash giveaway. Once you're there, uh, you can do the things that are listed at the site, like follow me on Twitch, uh, subscribe on YouTube, uh, all that stuff. And uh, you can enter to win $60 worth of eShop uh, credit. Again, that'll probably come in two cards, probably a 50 card and a 10 card. Because when I thought of it, I was like, oh, 60 bucks. That's how much most games cost. I didn't think I, I just assumed that they would have a $60 card, but they don't. But that's OK. We can figure all that out afterwards. Uh, anyway, uh, thank you guys for 
the downloading the show that many times. You guys are amazing. Let's jump in to the news. Whoa, nice graphics. I'd like to get my hands on that game. All right, before we get into the news, uh, while we were in the pre-show, uh, somebody in chat, and honestly, I think it was Jay Hartley, uh, They, somebody in, in chat said something about the NES Classic is supposed to be back in just two weeks. Now, I haven't had time to check it out, but the NES Classic is a fantastic little mini console if you want to play uh, old Nintendo games. So it was really, really hard to find these back um, when they came out in 2016. Uh, So if you don't have one yet, I highly suggest that you uh, uh, start checking out uh, our Discord. If you go to Discord, not Discord, if you go to runjumpstomp.com slash Discord and join our Discord, in there is a channel called... uh, alerts or now in stock now there's a channel called now in stock and nobody ever talks in that channel like that's against the rules you're not supposed to talk in that channel the only thing that that channel is for is so if you see that something that is hard to find goes on sale you post the link in there of course after you've bought one for yourself uh you post the link in there and um uh, just about everybody has that channel unmuted so that if something comes out, uh, that's how I was able to get my Super NES Classic uh, because people were posting the links in that Discord channel. So uh, make sure you join our Discord and use that channel and then you can find out where you can pick up your NES Classic uh, for yourself. Uh, so now that we've got that out of the way, let's start with a uh, story about Reggie fils For those of you who don't know who he is, uh, Reggie fils is the president of uh, Nintendo of America, and uh, he has w- was talking to, I'm trying to see who it was, um, do, do, do Bloomberg. He was talking to Bloomberg, and um, they were asking him a, a couple of questions, and I'm just going to give you a quick summary. There's a full video that you can watch if you want to know everything that he said, but uh, he was asked about E3. He said, we show content that is going to be la- that is going to launch in the next six to nine months and no more. We always have surprises. There's a lot more that we have to show in the weeks and months that are ahead. Uh, Nintendo Switch Online, uh, he said, or, or he was asked, is the network structure going to improve? He said, absolutely. We're learning the technical infrastructure. When we launched the game Mario Tennis Aces, it's it's going to perform just like it did for Fortnite. Uh, so I guess Fortnite has been pretty good. I haven't had any time to check it out because I've been too busy doing updates to the website and uh, and things like that. And of course, my day job. Uh, so I guess Fortnite's uh, launch must have been pretty good. And uh, he's, you know, they, they learned a little bit from that tennis thing. And now they've got the Fortnite uh, under their belt. And he says that when uh, when tennis launches... It's going to it's going to go well. So we'll see. Knock on wood. Uh, he, he was asked about the 3DS. He said the 3DS is still thriving and growing. It's not going anywhere. And you know what? To, to be to be to be fair, uh, I have been a big critic of Nintendo for uh, still having uh, the 3DS. Um, you know, I was of the, the the mind that they should they should get rid of this thing. They should stop supporting it and uh, make sure that all all of the development moves over to the N- Nintendo Switch instead. And while I still hope that very little development comes here to the 3DS, 
I don't see anything wrong with them developing games for both systems. You know, if anything can run on the Switch, it can definitely also run on the 3DS. Uh, it's the other way around. If so, if they're going to design something for the 3DS, it should also come out on the Switch. That's what I meant to say. Uh, and overall, I think that the 3DS, if you don't have one, is a fantastic little handheld console. And it's one of my favorites of all time. And it has a ridiculously good library uh, that... There's just so many games for it. So uh, if you don't already have one, I think that you should get one. Just if if you want to go out and, and get the uh, the uh, you know all those used games that are already out there, you can you can get a lot of gameplay out of the 3ds. All right. Uh, he was asked about loot boxes. Uh, he said loot boxes, uh, a gameplay mechanic that offers consumers something to buy, can be interesting as long as that's not the only way they can they can get the items. Uh, some developers have made some mistakes. For us, it's one of many mechanics we can use to drive ongoing engagement in that game. So I think that the Nintendo, you know, we're, recently I've kind of, you know, they've taken a beating from me about bringing loot boxes to things like Animal Crossing. Uh, and I hope that that's not a trend that we see going um, uh, in into other games. And he says that they don't want that as a mechanic unless, unless you can also get those items some other way. I would say that it's a little too difficult to get those items from the Animal Crossing game some other way just because of the the way that the uh, items disappear after a while. So I, I don't know that I agree that, that, that Nintendo is one of the best about that. I, I would prefer if they stay out of that altogether. But what can you say? Uh, and then when asked about esports, he said, we want to create content that makes professional players come together, create consistent rules and structure to encourage the community to go from there. All right. So for as far as Nintendo and esports, I think Nintendo has some pretty fantastic um esports titles but they don't leverage themselves in a way to really get the pros excited about that and the reason i say that is because they don't have big cash prizes like there was oh god i can't remember off the top of my head there was a, a really really recently it, it might have been Fortnite that had uh, like prizes or maybe it was overwatch there was some big big name uh, esports kind of game, and they had got, I think it was like three million dollars or something like that. Like set aside, they they set aside a whole bunch of money for prize money for the winners of their esports stuff. And when you do that, when you um when you put big prize pools out there, it makes it a lot more likely that pro players are going to be playing your game. And that means that those pro players are probably going to be streaming your game. And that's it. That's it. Res TV's got it. It was Fortnite pledged $100 million for 2018 prizes. Boy, I was I was definitely wrong about the number. So that's, that's crazy. That means a lot of pro players are going to want to be playing that game. And they'll probably be streaming that game because they're pro players. And those pro players are going to have a big audience. And the big audience is going to watch them play. And then they're going to want to play. And it... It is a think of it as an investment uh, right now. Like we just got done watching the Splatoon um, Invitational and the Smash Brothers Invitational. And I don't think that the winners got any money. 
that's crazy to me. Like, I don't think that they won any money. Sure, they got to fly out and hang out with um, Mr. Sakurai or, uh, you know, the the guy that always does this, the weird Splatoon 2 poses when uh, when he talks. I'm sure that they got to meet those guys, and that's cool, and I would love to meet them. But if I were a pro player and I won a big tournament sponsored by the company who made the game, you would think that there would be a big prize pool. And that's kind of crazy that they don't do that. That's This is one thing where I think Nintendo falls down big time with esports. And I think Nintendo's esports titles, titles like... Uh, Smash and Arms and uh, Splatoon 2 and Mario Kart. Like, these could be huge titles. And yes, I know they are huge titles and that they make a lot of money for Nintendo, but they could be even bigger if Nintendo treated them and the esports community with the 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 respect that they deserve. Anyway, I'm not going to say any more about that. Let's move on. My puppet body is ready. So I wrote an article, um, was it this morning? I can't even remember now. Let me go to my website here. No, I wrote it yesterday. I wrote I wrote an article yesterday uh, asking, will Super Mario Party have an online mode? Uh, and basically what I said was, and if you want to check out the full article, just go to runjumpstomp.com, click on blog on the top, uh, or actually you can just scroll down. You'll see a big Mario Party thing. Um. Uh, basically what I said was, look, we've had, we've had the Wii U, we had the the 3DS, both systems have online capability, both systems have had Mario Party games, neither game has had any online functionality, uh, and, you know, there's, there's, there's good reasons why you don't want online functionality. One person would say, well, the games are really, really long when you play Mario Party, uh, so that doesn't really lend itself well to um, to online play because people have other things to do. And then I would say, well, do you just find a way to make the game shorter? I'm sure that Nintendo could design their way around that. Uh, then somebody might say, well, uh, I don't think, you know, the game is really meant to be played when you're sitting next to someone. And while I agree that's the best way to play, uh, I want to bring in a, something that, people often say and that is that the best camera is the one that you have with you uh being able to play with somebody is better than not being able to play with somebody and let's say that like i'm an adult i have kids my friends are adults they have kids and sure we can play with our kids which would be fun and i probably will play super mario party with my friend with my kids uh, but we can't always like my, my friends and I can't always hang out in real life because we have too much crap to do. And because we have so much stuff to do, wouldn't it be nice if me and my kids could sit down at the at, at the living room TV and connect to my friends and their kids sitting down in their living room TV and we could say, all right, let's sit down and play a game of Mario Party. We'll open up Discord since we don't have voice, although we'll talk more about that later. And uh, open up Discord on an iPad at the table or whatever, and we could play a game together. And that would be really cool. And that's better than not being able to play a game with my friends at all. Uh, so I, I wrote that article about that, and I watched a little bit of gameplay from from it. And Jay Hartley replied in the... Um, 
in the comment section of the website. He said, I like the time that they take talking about those games. Uh, and it's fun. Monopoly takes way longer. And Civ Revolutions on the PS3 took all night. But my friends and I would love that or the new one for the PS4 or Switch. Uh, online would be great and a must today. And I'm thinking of buying it either way. Well, I also did a Twitter poll uh, asking what people thought. And it said here that 68% said that they thought that it would have an online online mode. Uh, 32% said no. Johnny LaDuke uh, says it might, but I really don't think it needs online. And I definitely agree. It doesn't need it, but I think it would be good if it did. Uh, Craig uh, said you just need somebody to sit at your desk to play against. Um, Darkwing said I feel like Nintendo must have learned their lesson by now and will include online especially since they are getting a paid online service and just so you know Mario Super Mario Party is launching uh like a like okay the online service launches in September and Mario Super Mario Party launches like October 5th so it would make sense that this game would have online and it turns out that it does and I found this out today after I got home from work it actually did. Um, uh, it was revealed during a Twitch stream today that Mario Party, or I'm sorry, I keep saying uh, Super Mario Party for the Nintendo Switch is going to have an online component. This was during the Treehouse. Uh, there's a link in the show notes if you want to check it out. I think that the link just says, um, oh, I don't know where it is. I lost it. I can't find it, but it's there. Uh, oh, here, yeah, yeah, it's just Nintendo at E3 Day 3 Twitch, and then it says Super Mario Party will have online. So we are getting online. Um, they, she said that it's going to be like these five mini games, which constantly get shuffled, and I think that that's really cool, and I'm excited for it. So there you go. Super Mario Party is the first Mario Party game that will have online. Uh, let's see. Pudding says, today they said there is an online feature, but just for minigames. But they didn't say just for minigames. They said that it's a subset of minigames that you get to play. So that doesn't mean that it's only minigames. I don't know if we got enough information out of that. Uh, Love My Nest in chat says, I'm excited about this Mario Party. It looks more like the classic versions. I would definitely play Party. I would definitely play party mode if nintendo set up a system where cpu characters took over for players who back out or drop off i agree that would be a, a must maybe give characters a time limit to make decisions slash roll dice and i think that that's a, a great idea and uh snow goes ham says mario party online would be amazing and it would and, and i would stream it with people from chat so that sounds like a lot of fun too so um we have that to look forward to all right let's move on all right, so U.S. Gamer was interviewing uh, somebody that works at Treehouse Localization named Nate Bildorf, and they asked, what's going on with Smash Brothers? Is this new? Is this uh, an update to the Wii U version? And this is the question that we've all been asking ever since they first showed us that cool trailer with the uh, Inklings fighting, and then the female Inkling turned and she saw like that big fire thing and it was so cool and people lost their minds and I said wow you know all that that crazy stuff and a lot of people have been asking ever since is smash a new game or is it an update and I said like my response was always it doesn't really matter 
it's just going to be another Smash game and we're going to buy it because it's going to be fun. That's really all that matters is, is the game fun? It doesn't matter if it's an update or the Wii U version. Either way is fine with me. It's just more Smash. And Nate Bildorf was asked about this and he said, it's definitely not an update. Um, Let's see, where does it say? Uh, It's a brand new game built from the ground up. As far as it being a sequel, I don't really think of Smash Brothers games as being sequels. They're just new Smash Brothers games. Uh, everything held, everything has been built brand new. Uh, so everything has been built brand new, and that's awesome to hear. Uh, I watched um, not an interview, but one of the guys who was in the uh, tournament um like he posted a YouTube video. I watched it this morning while I was eating my breakfast, and he said that the there were a lot of differences. And I guess Sakurai also said that there's like ten thousand changes so far that they've made to the game from the last one, like big changes. Uh, so I didn't think that there was room for ten thousand changes. But with a roster of like what sixty characters, I guess it's not uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Um, in related um information we got new artwork from uh super smash brothers ultimate so you you can check out the if you're just listening to it uh you can check out the link in the show notes at uh runjumpstomp.com slash what is this 198 i believe and uh the the artwork for smash brothers man i love what they've done here it looks like uh like it was painted with like a real brush or something it looks so cool i really really love that that cover art and i, I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's an audio show and you guys can't hear it but it looks fantastic and this is the kind of thing i would like a poster of this this looks so cool uh, also smash brothers related since i am already talking about smash brothers related nintendo uh crowns their uh tournament winners uh so the winners of smash brothers mr sakurai was there and uh let's see where was it who was the winner i've I've missed it zero zero was the top player uh of smash um and again, you can check this out at my website or you can just click the link in the show notes. Uh, Sakurai showed up and uh, congratulated him. And uh, it was actually really fun to watch. I didn't get to watch the whole thing because it was it was kind of long. But one thing about the tournament that I really liked is how they changed things up. It wasn't just one on one all the time. Like they made these guys partner up and fight against each other in teams. And I thought that was cool. And, you know, then the winners would have to fight each other to move on to the next bracket. I thought that was a really neat way to do it. And um, I thought, I think that the, this is one of those things where there needs to be a big prize. Like I've already talked about needs to be a big prize for uh super smash brothers. Um, is there anything else to talk about for smash? I don't think so. So let's, let's go ahead and move on. Oh, Thank goodness for Pac-Man pasta from Chef Boyardee. So I've got some good news about Fortnite for the Switch and bad news. So we're going to start with the good news first. The good news is that Fortnite for the Nintendo Switch has been downloaded over 2 million times in the first 24 hours, which is bananas. That's just crazy. And by the way, if you haven't already downloaded it, and uh, you missed the last episode. Uh, last episode, I talked about the fact that Fortnite has voice built in, and I guess it's on now. So now you can 
uh, talk to each other. And all you have to do is just plug your headphones right into your Switch and you can talk to the other players who are on your squad, which is awesome. Uh, there is some rumors that that is because certain de- uh, certain devs have different versions of the dev kit and the newer versions of the dev kit have the API available for voice. Now I don't, I'm not a programmer, so I could be completely wrong about this, but what I think this means is not that Nintendo has built in voice. There is nothing there that Nintendo is doing, but I think that they are letting um, developers roll their own uh, voice uh, scenarios and you know obviously Epic thought that it was very very important so they have it in and now we know the Switch can handle voice no problem I've heard that it's working really really great and uh, the the fact that that we've got it from a third party dev shows that maybe Nintendo has been listening and they're going to finally uh, get rid of of the the iOS and Android app that uh, you know most people most people are not a fan of the iOS and Android app. I know I'm not. I think I, well, okay. I, I'm not a fan of this being our only option. Uh, if this is just one way to do things, then that's great. But uh, hopefully, what 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 will really uh, show the test of time is if a first party game from Nintendo comes out with voice built in. I don't expect a lot of older games to turn around and put in voice if they've already been out on the Switch for a while. I don't that might be like a lot of work for them to do that. It would certainly be worth it and I think that I I think that just about every single developer that puts voice in their game from this point forward, like that's going to be a big point for them. That's going to be something that that it's like people are going to say almost every time. Kind of like on the Switch Almost every time a game comes out, people are like, does it have motion controls? Does it have uh, HD rumble? Does it have this? Does it have that? The next thing is going to be, does it have voice? Because now Fortnite has shown everybody, look, the Switch can do voice. There's no reason why it can't. So any multiplayer game, any multiplayer focused game, this is the question that people are going to be asked. And if the dev has to say no... That's gonna that that might turn some people away. So I almost feel like devs are going to have to figure this out. Now, a lot of people who well, not, not a lot of people. Um, how do I want to say this? The devs don't have to deal with this on Sony's platform because it's built in. Uh, it, like. Sony's taking care of that for them on the PlayStation. Microsoft takes care of the voice for you on the Xbox. And on PC, it's generally thought of that you're just going to use whatever you want to use, like Discord, whatever you're using for all of your other games. So most PC games just don't bother with it because they can run multiple things at the same time. Right now, we don't know if Nintendo is taking care of this for Fortnite or if Epic Games made their own. Uh, I'm very, very curious to find out which one uh, which one that is. TF Wagner says, I need a headset for voice on Switch. Uh, just use your headphones that came with your phone, man. It should work fine. You don't need to have a headset for it. Uh, let's see. Um, Jay Hartley says they probably won't... Um, let me say that again. Uh, Jay Hartley kind of responding to me saying... 
uh, about games that are already out is that uh, the developers probably wouldn't want to break something in older games trying to add it. And I, I get that. Um, let's see what else. Pudding says, I want a dock with more USB ports on it. And that 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 would make sense. But I think you can use a hub. I'm, I'm pretty sure you can use a USB hub. Uh, so, you know, no sense adding more cost to an already overpriced dock. Uh, anyway, I think that this is really good. Now, I told you that I had good news and that I had bad news. Uh, the bad news is that uh, Sony has responded to our criticisms. And if you haven't played Fortnite on the PS4, you might not know what the hell I'm talking about. Uh, so let me explain what's happening here. Um, basically, if you have ever played um, a uh, Fortnite game, on a PS4 and you linked your um, Epic account to your PS4 account, PS4 is, or Sony is restricting that account and you cannot use that account on any other console. So you can use it on your phone, you can use it on your PC, you can use it on your tablet, but you cannot use it on the Switch and you cannot use it on uh, the Xbox One. And uh, there's been kind of a backlash to this and Sony has finally... Uh, responded uh, to the backlash with what I would characterize as a bunch of BS. Uh, Sony has said, uh, here, I'm going to read it right now. They said, we're always open to hearing what the PlayStation community is interested in to enhance their gaming experience. With more than 80 million monthly active users on PlayStation Network, we've built a huge community of gamers who can play together on Fortnite and all online titles. We also offer Fortnite cross-play support with PC, Mac, and iOS and Android devices, expanding the opportunity for Fortnite fans on PS4 to play with even more gamers on other platforms. We have nothing further to add at this point. So let's look at what they said here and break down what it means. We're always open to hearing what PlayStation community is interested in. Great, but we're not going to do anything about it. Um, with more than 80 million monthly active users, shut up, stop advertising to me, and just answer the question, okay? Um, we've built a huge community of gamers who can play together on Fortnite and all online titles. Again, you're advertising to me. Shut up. I don't care about that. We also offer cross-play with anybody who we don't consider competitors, that being Xbox and um, Nintendo. So that's just nonsense. Listen, Sony, you're being jerks. This is very anti-consumer behavior. And the only thing that I can see uh, is that the gamers, the, the players, the people who want to play their games, like, okay, I can understand that Sony doesn't want us to do cross-play. That's fine. This is a third-party account. This The account doesn't belong to Sony. The account belongs to Epic Games and the player who owns the account. It doesn't belong to Sony. Sony not letting uh, Epic Games allow me to use my stuff on the game that I want to play on the system that's not Sony's. Screw you, Sony. That's not cool. That's very not cool. And I am really, really ticked off by this. I also want to say this is that Fortnite is the 500 pound gorilla in the room. 
Fortnite is huge. And I think that I think Epic Games has a lot more clout these days than they think they do because Fortnite is so huge. And maybe Fortnite or maybe Epic Games should put a lot more pressure on Sony. So what I would recommend you guys do is put pressure on Sony, put pressure on Epic Games to make this change. And while Epic Games might say, look, it's out of our hands because of some kind of contractor nonsense, that doesn't mean we should let up. We should keep pushing and trying to get this to change because the fact that Sony answered the question, well, they didn't really answer the question, but the the fact that Sony put out any kind of information about this is good because they could just ignore us. Now, if we look at... Uh, and what people are saying here in chat, um, Jay Hartley says, love my PS4, but I'll consider Xbox for next gen if they don't get their act together. Uh, Pudding says, I don't consider Nintendo, Xbox, and Sony to be competitor with each other. I will be each console. I think I will. I think they mean I will buy each console. I will buy each console if I like the game that's on it. Um, Lego Lawyer who must know about this because they're a lawyer that says Sony probably put some fine print in the Epic games deal to force this. Yeah. But Epic games has lawyers too, that can read that stuff and they could object to it. Um, res TV says all the streamers that have 50,000 watching and then stream Fortnite on Twitch should be railing against uh, Sony. That sort of noise will help. Yes. If we're talking about people like Ninja, uh, who have constantly ridiculous numbers of people watching them stream, they should, you know what they should do? They should say, you know what? I'm going to start playing on switch so that uh, because I don't want to play on Sony's, uh, st- although they play on PC, I'm sure. But they should be railing against Sony because they can get their viewers to uh, rail against Sony. And if we just sit here and take it, then Sony wins. They get exactly what they want. They're using their place in the uh their position in the marketplace. They're using their position in the marketplace to bully uh Epic Games, Nintendo Switch and Microsoft into submission. And I again, I understand not allowing crossplay. That's fine. You don't want us to play with your people. That's fine, whatever. But don't lock my stuff that I earned away from where I want to play the game because that is nonsense. <laughs> Right, let's do a lightning round for the rest of these. First off, if you did not already know, the Splatoon 2 Octo expansion is live. I haven't touched it. I haven't finished the original uh, content of Splatoon 2. In fact, I only played multiplayer of Splatoon 2, basically. So I haven't picked up the Octo expansion. And I, even if I did, I wouldn't have time to do it right now because it's the end of the school year and I'm super busy. Uh, but it's live. And if you didn't know that, there you go. I think it was kind of a surprise. I thought that it was coming out later and then they announced... Hey, it's out on the 13th, which was yesterday. Um, Freedom Planet is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Check out the uh, link in the show notes so you can watch a quick video of it. It looks very Sonic-y, I think. Um, Now, this is very interesting to me. And later when I have extra time, because I didn't have time to look at this before uh, recording the show, uh, there is about 30 minutes of Demon X Machina gameplay. And I never know if the X is supposed to be Cross Machina or X Machina, but somebody in the video said X Machina. 
And so Demon X Machina, it's that first game that we saw at the Nintendo E3 Direct, and it looked really interesting, that mech game. And I want to check it out. Uh, there's about 30 minutes of gameplay at the link in the show notes. So again, that's um, runjumpstomp.com slash 198 is where you will find that once the show goes live. I'm sorry, once the once the podcast gets uploaded and everything. Um Finally, I want to thank you guys for the reviews. I got a review from K- Kieran, Kieran uh, IOW from the UK. They said that Switchcraft is one of the best Nintendo podcasts. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts throughout the week. Being a taxi driver, they come in handy to pass the time. This one is my favorite podcast, and I've been listening for a while now, and will keep on. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Kyrian IOW, for the uh, for the review on the UK uh, Apple Podcast. I really appreciate it. Really big help. Lego Lawyer, we got breaking news, people. Uh, Lego Lawyer says that the Octopath Traveler demo is out for the Nintendo Switch now. And before you download that, make sure that you know this is not a game for kids. Okay, it looks like it's a game for kids, but it's not. It's for grownups. Don't let your kids play it. It's really weird, dark content that goes on. All right. Uh, Finally, don't forget that if you want to watch the full show, because usually we get the condensed version out for the audio podcast. If you want the full show, there's a couple ways that you can do that. You can head on over to twitch.tv slash runjumpstomp. Go there anytime. Hit the follow button. And then later you'll get an alert when I go live. And if you have time, jump in hang out with us and that's over at twitch.tv slash run jump stomp if you don't have time to watch stuff live of course follow over there on twitch anyway Uh, but if you don't have time to watch the show live then you want to watch the videos afterwards when i'm done and i've recorded it and i post it up on youtube just head on over to youtube.com slash run jump stomp and uh you can watch them after usually i post it about an hour after i'm done recording live uh it takes a while for all of the encoding and stuff to happen um Big thank you to everyone who has supported my content so far. If you're looking for a way to help me out with creating content like this, head on over to runjumpstomp.com slash thank you. Uh, big help by uh, doing that. Uh, if, if you don't want to do that, that's fine. Just review the show. That's also a huge help. All the links there over at runjumpstomp.com slash thank you uh, are there, and uh, they all will give you both free and easy ways to support the show as well as ways that you can throw money at me. Um, And now it's time to thank the live chat because the show would not be the same without you guys. I really appreciate you hanging out with me. We've got Snow Goes Ham here, Vaxer, Attica, uh, Disco Dave 29, Hurdy Derp, uh, Jay Hartley 17, Kimbalina 66, Lego Lawyer, Love My Nest, Pudding, uh, Res TV, TF Wagner. Res TV, by the way, is going to be on the show on Saturday, so make sure you're, you're here for that. Uh, Tub of Popcorn, VNK, Virgo Pros, and The Lurkers. I will see you guys on Saturday. Again, I'm going to be joined by N64 Josh from the Nintendo Powercast. I'm going to be joined by um, Res TV from Nintendo Pulse. Uh, 
Nintendo Pulse podcast. Uh, his co-host may be joining us. I don't know. He, he was supposed to join us last week, but he ended up feeling sick and he wasn't up to it. And I don't know if he has time this week. Uh, but we're going to be talking about everything that happened at E3 this week uh, for Nintendo. And I'll probably sneak in a couple other things that are not Nintendo because I, I play stuff that's not Nintendo. And uh, you, you know what? You should too. Uh, but anyway, I'm out of here. Um, make sure that you check out Tom Winter and Noteblock. They play the music that is on the audio version of this show. I will see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.